Today, we'll look at a parable Jesus told for the person who is losing heart, walking a road that is so hard she wants to give up, ready to quit. Do you ever feel like giving up? The summer before I came to Renaissance Church, I was a presenter at a conference at the seminary in Princeton. It was June 2015. As I took the stage, I quickly recognized a bright face in the audience. It was a former student of mine. After I finished, I was chatting with some folks up front, and I could see her standing waiting to talk to me. She asked if I could meet that afternoon, and she seemed discouraged. We met at Small World Coffee before dinner, and she asked me this, Did you ever feel like quitting? Like it was time to just give up? She had been a great student, intelligent, motivated, and full of life. She left seminary inspired by the vision of the gospel she'd gotten there, ready to share the good news. But then, after two years in her first position, she'd become completely deflated, feeling like the hill she had to climb just kept getting steeper, and she wanted to quit. Did you ever feel like that? My first job after seminary began in May of 2002. We faced all kinds of challenges in the first 12 months, but I never dreamed of quitting until the 13th month. Michelle and I got married in the beginning of June. My parents gave us the best gift ever, a 10-day honeymoon in the Caribbean. The day we got back, there was a letter from Princeton where Michelle was about to start her third year of graduate work and a voicemail from my friend Kevin, who was the treasurer at our church. We opened the letter from Princeton first. Dear Michelle Andrews, we regret to inform you that because of your change in marital status, we've had to recalculate your financial aid. Please send a check for $10,000 before the first week of the semester. Then we listened to the voicemail from Kevin. Chris, there's no good way to say this. We have no more money. We can't pay you in the end of June, and unless things turn around, Don't expect anything in July either. Sorry, man. You know the expression, the honeymoon is over? We were holding it together, but then came the board meeting at church on Thursday that same week. Since we'd had so little interest from high school students that first year, I explained that I was going to shift my attention to young adults, and I was really excited for this change. After all, the young adult Bible study had swelled to 70 people that spring, Meanwhile, we had struggled to get even five high school kids together. God was challenging us to shift. The head of the board responded, We are paying you to work with high school students, not 20-somethings. I don't support this change. He didn't know about the voicemail that I wasn't actually being paid at that point, and I was so discouraged by his inflexibility, I decided not to say anything. I went home climbed the fire escape to the top of the building where we lived so I could find a quiet place to pray by myself. And I looked out over the water to Manhattan, and I just wanted to leave everything behind and make a new start somewhere else. And there I sat and I prayed, because all I wanted to do was quit. 
but also I knew that I was responsible for doing what God wanted, not what I wanted. Do you know what it's like to believe that God has set a pathway before you, but then walking down it is so hard, you just want to give up? You want to quit. You've lost heart. Jesus wants us to know that following him will always be challenging and we'll want to give up, but there is another way. The parable Jesus tells in Luke 18 is for those who are working at walking with him, but finding it too hard. This is Luke 18, verse 1. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. There is a decision that Jesus is going to set before his disciples with this parable. Either to pray always or to lose heart. Following Jesus will mean facing overwhelming challenges, not only here and there, but as a matter of course. The road he will lead on is narrow and hard, but God promises to lend his ear so we can ask for help. And then when the time is right, God will give the assistance we need, without which the path of discipleship will be too much. So every disciple has a decision to make. Either he will have to learn to pray always, or he will lose heart. Let's look together at the parable. This is verse 2 and 3. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. Now, Jesus sets up a story designed to make the disciples think there is no way this woman is going to get what she asks for. She should just give up. First of all, the judge in the town where she lives is unrighteous. That's what it means when Jesus says that he does not fear God. This is a man who knows what God wants from him, but does whatever he wants to do without any concern for the consequences. And then he's a man who has no respect for people. That means he didn't become a judge to help others, but to help himself. Put Jesus' two facts together and here you have a judge who is for sale, who gives justice to whoever pays most. Now, the woman in Jesus' story is a widow, which means she can't pay for anything. If her husband had owned property, when he died, it would have been given back to his family, not to her. If there was money that was acquired when they wed, that would also be returned to his kindred. She wouldn't be allowed to keep it. In the first century, if a widow wanted justice, she couldn't find it in court. Widows weren't allowed to be heard before the judge. She stands for hopelessness. No matter what kind of person the judge is, the justice she wants will never come to her. Jesus has created a story in which the only reasonable expectation is that she will give up. Now, listen, if you follow after Jesus, trying to hear his voice and do what he says, you will find yourself facing challenges 
where the only reasonable option will be to give up. If you try to be a friend who is guided by Jesus, you are going to find yourself facing pressure from your peers that will make you feel like quitting. If you decide to be an employee whose ethics are formed by Jesus rather than by what everyone else in your position does, at some point you'll think, I should give up. If you commit to being a spouse who loves like Jesus loves, you're going to find certain seasons where it feels like giving up is the only solution to the challenges you face. Everyone who decides to follow Jesus will eventually find himself in some quiet place, like up on the roof, looking up over the water into Manhattan, praying, God, please give me a sign that I can quit already. That's what Jesus is showing here with this parable. A character who reasonably should give up already. But watch what happens. It's verses 4 and 5. For a while he refused. But later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. For a long time, there's no response from the judge, but then, eventually, the woman ends up getting what she's looking for. The justice she seeks is given to her. No one thought this could happen, but it did. How did this happen? Why did she finally get justice? Because she didn't give up. She kept on asking. It's not because the judge is a righteous man. It's not because he has a compassionate heart. He doesn't care for her at all. He just wanted to avoid the bother of her asking over and over again. Now here, we have to be careful or we'll miss Jesus' lesson. The judge in this parable is not a picture of God. The only thing that he has in common with God is that he has the power to give or withhold what the woman seeks. In every other way, he is unlike God. The judge is unrighteous. God is perfectly righteous. The judge has no respect for people. God loves and cherishes and cares for every single person. This guy gets annoyed when she keeps coming. God loves when we speak to him about what we need. This judge is not a picture of God. On the other hand, the woman in Jesus' story is like everyone who signs up for the adventure of discipleship with Jesus in this way. She is someone who is going to find that the path of walking with him is too much for her to manage from time to time. Because like the widow... We will have no power over many of the challenges we face when we try to follow Jesus. And here is where her decision to keep asking is instructive for you and for me too. The one thing which we all can do is the very thing we see the widow doing. Instead of losing heart, we can learn to go on asking for what we need. And if she receives justice from a judge with no redeeming qualities, how much more should we expect to receive justice from God when we pray to him? 
Listen to Jesus' commentary in verse 6. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? If an unjust judge can be persuaded to give a hopeless widow the justice she seeks, how much more will a just and compassionate and loving and generous and kind God give us what we need when we persist in prayer? When we cry out to him day and night, will he delay in helping us? Absolutely not, because he loves us. And he's ready to give us what we need when we need it. And if it feels like it's taking too long, that's because God's timing is not always our timing. We can trust that he knows best because God is trustworthy and good. And he is always listening when we come to him. This is the truth which Jesus wants us to take to heart. It is that God hears and that he will help in his own time when we continue to pray. When we are walking on the road of discipleship and become aware of our needs, even if we have no power whatsoever in our own hands, we should ask God for help. It's either that or we will lose heart. Let's pause here and take note of three practical lessons for how to pray that we learn from the widow. First, her story teaches us that when we pray, we should be specific. The widow is locked in a dispute with a particular opponent. She needs someone to intervene and rule in her favor. So that's exactly what she asks for from the judge. When we pray, we should ask for particular things. Be specific when you talk to God about what you need. If you're trying to be a father who is more like Jesus and you just don't have the patience, then ask God for patience when you pray. Be specific. If you're with your friends and Jesus wants you to stand up for what is right, but the pressure will be too much, ask God for courage and strength and for thick skin. If you're a spouse who has failed to love well, Ask God to help you change and give you stamina to keep at it. When I was praying on the roof in 2003, wanting to give up, I was very specific. Please provide generous givers so I can keep going in the mission. Please make a way for Michelle to continue at seminary. Please change the mind of the board members who don't see the need for change. Please, God, give me some sign if I should quit. Be specific. That's what we need when we come to God, and we learn that from the widow. That's the first lesson. Second lesson from the widow, our prayers should be faithful. What we ask for should fit with the character of God. The widow's specific request is for justice, Given who God is, that's a faithful thing to ask for because God is just. The Bible says so over and over. Her request fits with who God is. That's what it means for a prayer to be 
faithful. Unfaithful is when prayer becomes a strategy to get what you've always wanted for yourself without any thought for what God wants for you. It all comes down to where your heart is. Here's the rule. The more you give yourself to God, the more your heart will want what God wants. And then the more faithful your prayers will be. Give your heart to God and you'll give up trying to build your own kingdom and pray for God's kingdom to come. You'll stop always seeking your will and pray for God's will to be done. Like the widow, you will pray faithfully. Now the third lesson she teaches us, our prayers should be persistent. The widow comes day after day, and she does not stop asking. Even though nothing's changing, she believes that one day it will because justice is what God wants, so she keeps at it over the long haul. We should pray believing that same thing. Listen to this promise from Habakkuk chapter 2. This is verse 3. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end, and it does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. If it's God's plan, it will come in time. Don't quit. Keep on praying. Be persistent. That's the third lesson we learn from the widow. The first time I wanted to give up on my calling, I didn't just pray once up on the roof. That trip up the fire escape became part of my routine. Every night, I went up on that roof to pray for the whole summer. I asked for God's provision in order to do God's work. I asked over and over. Later that summer, folks were generous and I was paid again at the end of July. We wrote to the seminary and they renewed Michelle's scholarship. The board changed its mind and let me shift my focus in the fall. And the young adult group became the center of a remarkable movement of God's spirit. Out of it grew a tremendously dedicated team of volunteers who led an astounding high school ministry in the years that followed. God is faithful. When you feel like giving up, go on praying. If it seems like it's taking forever, keep at it. Don't give up. Maybe there will be a time when God makes it plain that you should stop. But in the meantime, choose not to lose heart. Pray always instead. This is the decision Jesus wants you to make. And if you choose to follow him, it is a decision you will have to make over and over again. The first time I felt like giving up in ministry was not the last time. In fact, I didn't tell her, but that summer when my former student asked me if I'd ever wanted to quit, I was wrestling again with whether it was time for me to finally throw in the towel. This is the journal that I had been using that very summer for my prayers. Writing them out helps me be more consistent. For one year, 
I prayed specifically and faithfully and persistently day after day, seeking clarity from God with the same question in my mind and in my heart. I was like the widow coming over and over again, asking for God's vision for what was next for me. Look at this. There are 100 pages of prayers in this journal starting on the day when I met with that young woman leading up to the time when I finally decided a year later that it was time for me to leave and come and be the pastor at Renaissance Church where I am now. When I finally decided to leave the path I'd been on for all those years and come and work here in this calling, it was because I had been persistent and as much as I could have been faithful and specific in my prayers. And when any one of us will choose the same, then we can trust that God will hear and in his time, he will act. Jesus ends his teaching with a promise and a question in verse 8. I tell you, he says, he will quickly grant justice to them. That's Jesus' promise. When we pray, God is faithful to give us what we ask. And now the question, and yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? When Jesus returns, will he find you Praying always or having lost heart? That's the question. Pray always or lose heart? The choice is yours. And now let's pray that God will give every one of us the discipline to keep on praying. God, for the many ways you've called us to follow paths which are too hard for us, we give you thanks and we simply ask for help. Bring to mind the ways that you have challenged us, which are too much for us, and then teach us to ask specifically and faithfully and persistently for your help. Protect us from losing heart and help us keep on walking. In Jesus' name we pray and for his sake, amen.